0: Darkness yes, falls, falls across, across the land yes, yes. The midnight <laughs> hour is close in hand Oh my god Something, something, something search religion. of blood
1: You guys To terrorize your neighborhood,
0: neighborhood. Do, my, do not cut
1: this I, I'm cutting the but, fuck out of this to holy spirits the show where we're not going to heaven but you might my name's mike i'm tara i'm heather and our email address is holy spirits podcast at gmail.com Uh, We wanted to start our third episode by um, absolving the courtesy listeners of further responsibility. If you are listening to the show, just because we are making you listen to the show, you can stop listening now.
0: Except for Clayton, you do need to, honey. I need you to keep listening and building me up. (laughs) Smooches.
1: We're going to have Clay be our fact checker. I don't think he wants to do it at all, so we'll see how that pans out.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, And and today's Holy Spirit is vodka.
0: Yep. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. And that is (laughs) Dawn
1: coming in. There he goes. Bye. um, Bye. So we thought we'd shake it up a little bit today. Our first episode was about Pontius Pilate, and our second one was about Adam and Eve. So we thought we would uh, fall out of the chronological order and do an episode about angels today. And then next time, we will pick back up with Genesis and dive right into Cain and Abel.
0: And this is mostly for Heather because she's been asking about angels (laughs) (laughs) um, for a while now, Uh, and like we just need to throw her a
1: bone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we gotta, we gotta uh, actually dive in. She
0: feeds us.
1: (laughs) She does feed us. Well, I do like the idea of like doing. A chrono- like the chronological order mm-hmm. of stories, and then like diving off to do a different topic or person yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, it, it keeps it fresh. Mixes yeah. it up. Yeah. It mixes it up. It makes us lively. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Genesis gets super boring, so we have to. I mean,
0: it is the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
1: I, the book of Daniel is fucking riveting.
0: I know. Can't I don't wait. know. But <laughs> <laughs> we just okay. trust you. Yeah.
1: So let's, uh, let's get started. What do you guys know about angels?
0: Um, they have a halo they have some pretty wings you put them on top of a christmas tree it's about where i'm at i do know there there's different levels or factions of angels like there's the archangels of course but then i think there are some that of are... course to who what is this blasphemy of arc <laughs> what there's there's different factions is it like high school we have like a freshman sophomore junior oh my god mean girls angels Oh, mean girl angels yeah is that a thing no oh but and then there's i think there's i know there's different levels of angels but and like there's like some warriors or soldiers um to do what enforce god's will right Mike? Yeah, we're, sounds- I mean, we're gonna oh, yeah. we're gonna go oh, yeah. there. Okay, okay no, but, we're like, super like, gonna I'm go there. Sorry. I mean, but like, what are these assholes doing? Like to enforce God's work? <laughs> I mean, there there's just different. I just know that there's different levels of angels. Mm. Sounds sounds you like know, a dick like man. Clarence. You know, ring the oh, bell. My name is Clarence. Yeah. Oh, you mean. From It's a Wonderful Life. Was his, like, biblical name Clarence? Is that, like, a known angel? Just to be
1: clear, Clarence is not in the Bible. (laughs) That's what I thought you
0: were telling me. And I was like, wait. No, no, I I was like, my family has a Clarence. And I sure shit would (laughs) have known if that was. Because, like, he was the Jewish one. So, like, he believed in Yahweh. Yeah. Did I Yow, say it Yahweh. right? Yahweh. Yahweh, do But is you better than Yahya? I know. So I was you like, yeah,
1: you're growing. I know. Next, next podcast,
0: you're going to nail it. I know. I'm going to be like, that's, listen, that's, that's, Yahweh.
1: Yeah, no. That's all that,
0: I know about angels.
1: Basically. That's a good start, yeah. though. That's a very good start. Um, so,
0: is <laughs> like... Guardians. Guardian angels. I don't know. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, it is, first of all. So, uh... To start with the word, we get the word angel from the uh, late Greek word, angelos, which means messenger. And so, whenever someone says angel, the word usually in the original text, in both Greek and in Hebrew, it's messenger and not angel.
0: Oh, yeah, because there was that one angel that came and talked to Joseph, came and gave the message of God that, hey, Mary's pregnant. I thought Mary told Joseph. It's fine.
1: An angel angel told Joseph. An angel told Mary Joseph had a dream, I think. I'm sorry, I didn't research that part for this episode.
0: Yeah, you're kind of jumping ahead. Sorry. I'm pretty sure that's New Testament. We're not even in the second chapter. We are
1: still, yeah, we're still. Sorry,
0: but angels are also messengers of God.
1: Yes, yes, that's That's, true. That's what I was trying to get at. But Mm -hmm. so this is the tricky part, is that in the original Hebrew, Mm -hmm. the word that is translated into Greek as "angelos." Uh, the Hebrew word is malach Um, this is the week that I started learning biblical Hebrew Mm -hmm. Uh, but so a malach just means a messenger and um, would you like you want me to do the sound again (laughs) malach
0: malach malach
1: (laughs) With uh,
0: my allergies, this is great. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> springtime
1: is the perfect for recording. The problem with like malach being the word for messenger is that whenever a human is sent as a messenger, they are also called a malach. So, like the idea is that the text should differentiate when they're a messenger of God versus when they are not a messenger of God. And if they're a messenger of God, then they are probably an angel. But like sometimes it's kind of murky. Like the the semantics get kind of lost. Hmm.
0: So, like, a malhach would be, like, Moses after he got the bush. (laughs) And he went to go tell some people. That (laughs) sounds super
1: sexual. Oh, you know, Moses got the bush.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. You guys, I'm, like, two in
1: to this drink,
0: so it made sense in my head. You're
1: not even two in, you're one and a third in.
0: If even. Do you want to get your straw?
1: They are inherently messengers, usually. Um, And then... They are all over all kinds of holy texts. So they're not just like a Christian thing or just a uh, thing in Judaism. In Islam, actually, there are a series of articles. They're um, called the Articles of Faith. And in one of them, you have like Believing in Angels. is one of the Islamic Articles of Faith.
0: Bleeding in an Angels?
1: Belief in Angels.
0: Oh. oh. I, was like, I was like, what does that
1: yeah. <laughs> You get a razor blade. No, right. um, I'm like,
0: <laughs> bleeding, <laughs> bleeding. Yeah.
1: And, and these come from way uh, earlier religions. Like there are all kinds of like Babylonian reliefs with winged beings that are messengers of gods. Mm-hmm. Like ancient Greek stuff has a lot of mm-hmm. winged messengers.
0: Egyptians. Yes,
1: the Egyptians had some winged, uh, winged messengers as well. So mm-hmm. like the animal-human hybrid thing is all over the place. So uh, I thought we could start with the appearance because you, you brought up the wings. I actually want to start with gender. Because it turns out that in, like, the older kind of depictions of angels, especially, like, the pre-Renaissance stuff, the idea was that angels are genderless and beautiful. I knew that. Did you really?
0: I did because there was this video game called Diablo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my.
0: And my brother used to make me play it with him because it had like you could get to special levels if you did it multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was that this angel came down and, like, gave these people... Like a quest to go stop Diablo from taking over the world. Mm-hmm. So, and you had to like go and visit an angel,
1: and he was a warrior. Yeah. He just stupid. <laughs> <your See? boobs. laughs> okay, hey. do it again. But anyway, they, they don't typically have a gender. If they are female presenting, they don't usually have boobs. Um, they just like make them. So they're like Tilda Swenson. Yes. <gasps>
0: oh, she played Angel Gabriel
1: in, in Constantine. In Constantine. And did you yeah. notice that that Gabriel that she plays in Constantine is like kind of genderqueer? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's like mm-hmm. a real part of the angel lore. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I saw that, I was like, why is Tilda Swinton like it's basically Swinton. A, a drag king? Yeah. But yeah, no, she, it's it's a part of the mm-hmm. kind of angelic thing, mm-hmm. and I think it's really funny. Uh, there are a few times where the religious kind of stuff accidentally overlaps with the queer community, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. And the idea that they're like that angels are in, are um, viewed for a really long time as being kind of outside of gender mm-hmm. is kind of nice. I mm-hmm. kind of like that. Yeah, no,
0: yeah. No. yeah. Uh, it's super twenty twenty.
1: It's super twenty twenty. We're very modern. We are. Yeah. That Bible. Um, and so they're usually overwhelming. So, like uh in the book of Daniel, which is a very good book. Well, the first half of it is a very good book. Uh, so Daniel sees the angel Gabriel, and he says that Gabriel's eyes are like torches, his face is like lightning, his skin is like topaz. Like, he's like a super intense, luminous being that when you look at him, Daniel says that he's the only one who sees Gabriel everyone around him cannot see Gabriel but they all flee in fear because the presence of Gabriel was so like mm-hmm. crazy. One of the things that angels always do in the Bible is they're always saying be not afraid because they're like so like crazy to look at mm-hmm. that people are always like why do you have so much light coming out of you? Mm-hmm. And they're always like chill the fuck out I'm here yeah. for God I have a message I need you to listen to it and stop screaming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So kind of so, I'm like it's, I'm
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: I just remember that from uh, from uh, reading about Greek mythology, mm-hmm. that that like he would come down and see a woman, and then he'd be like so overwhelming that like he'd kill the woman and that's how Dionysus got sewn into his like thigh.
1: Yeah, it was Hera. Hera tricked Zeus to revealing his true form to yeah, her. This is not important to the podcast. Whatever, but I mean, it's important. It's important to remember because um,
0: they all steal from each other.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Because mythologies exist on a spectrum, and the idea that Zeus has a form that he assumes, he mm-hmm. like transforms into animals to be around people. His true form is that of like a bolt of lightning, and it's so overwhelming that he yeah fried Dionysus's mom.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and so like that's that's actually really relevant. It's the same kind of, of thing. Of course it is. Yeah, that counts.
0: Or you wouldn't have said it. Right. Um,
1: so <laughs> Heather was right at the top of the show when she said that angels have various different classes. Hair flip. We can touch on them later if you like, but um, two of the important ones are cherubim and seraphim. Hmm. Like uh, cherub? Like-, like a cherub, yeah. Okay. And so in, in Hebrew, masculine plural nouns usually get im. As the plural suffix. So a cherub is a singular and cherubim is the plural. Mm. And like a seraph is a singular and then seraphim is the plural. Huh. So seraphim means the burning ones and they have six wings. Uh, mm. They have uh, two wings that cover their faces, two that cover their feet, and then they have two to fly. So like they do have a crazy amount of wings. and then the ch-
0: I'm sorry, same again, two on the feet.
1: They have two wings to cover their faces, two to cover their feet, and the last two to fly. Okay. So they are the only two um, uh, types of angels that have wings in the Bible. So the other one is the cherubim, which like we always talk about cherubim as like looking like fat little babies. Yeah. So in cute. the Bible, cherubim have four faces. Ooh. They have the a face of a man, the face of an ox, the face of a lion, and the face of an eagle. Uh, and so they kind of look like there's a face in every direction where no matter which way they turn, Ooh. they have faces poking out everywhere. And then they have four conjoined wings that are covered in eyes. That's what? Yeah. That's terrifying. They're That's They're terrifying. scary looking. They have the body of a lion and the feet of an ox.
0: So hooves. So they sound more like demons.
1: They sound very scary looking. Yeah. yeah. So the word cherub might be related to a word that is like related to an ancient word for a griffin. Like a you know, okay. uh-huh. part of the reason why they have body parts of like an eagle a lion and an ox like those are all three very powerful animals Mm -hmm. that have like a lot of symbolism in the Mm -hmm. ancient world so like they're like loaded up on all of this animal symbology we Um, got them all
0: yeah yeah one little fucking cherub yeah Yeah.
1: they're like they're (laughs) like pokemon you gotta catch them all (laughs) yeah yeah uh and then they eventually I, i according to some of the sources that i read um donatello in the renaissance like the the artist, Mm -hmm. is one of the early people to associate the idea of a cherubim, um, of a cherub, I guess, singular, with the, like, fat babies. They were called um, aputo, so the plural is putti, they are like a pagan symbol, like the old Roman religion stuff. Okay. And he was like, okay, well, we're, you know, it's the Renaissance, we're doing all this fun art stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna like take this old symbol because there's a lot of neoclassical kind of, you know, we're gonna do the old style statues and oh, here's Aphrodite and blah, blah, blah. So he like took the old icon and then associated it with a later Christian idea. And that's how we get the idea of a cherub as, you know, the of the fat baby. baby. The fat baby. Cupid wearing yeah. sunglasses and being a bouncer yeah. as we said last time. <laughs> um but so per Little
0: continuity between episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we like to keep it fresh. Yeah. Uh, but so, according to St. Thomas Aquinas, after whom my grandfather was named, mm. my grandfather's first and middle names were Thomas Aquinas. Oh, wow. Very Catholic family. Very yes. Catholic. So, um, holler for Thomas Aquinas. But uh, It's also
0: a local private school. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's also a local private yeah. school in Can- the Kansas City metro. Mm-hmm. But um, according to Thomas Aquinas, Satan was a cherub. Like, they are a powerful. they are a powerful branch of angel. They are not fucking around. The cherubim and the seraphim are the only two groups that actually have wings. No one else does.
0: And there's more groups.
1: There are lots of other angels. So the the other, like, orders of angels Mm -hmm. um, come from later. um, In Judaism, there are all kinds of different hierarchies that are proposed. In Christianity, later on, there are more hierarchies that are proposed. Mm -hmm. But in, in terms of the Bible, cherubim and seraphim have these, like, comprehensive descriptions. They have all these wings. They're very freaky to look at. But none of the other angels in the Bible really have a lot of... Dis- well, some of them have other descriptions on what they look like that are not human. Yeah. But in most cases, when you see an angel or the angel of the Lord or something, they're something like a burning bush or they are just like a person. Like they, A lot of the times, angels are mistaken for humans. There are a few times uh, when it seems like... So
0: why do some have wings and some don't? Is there like...
1: It truly is it seems like Clarence,
0: you have to earn them.
1: It truly seems that um, the wing. So there's an idea actually in um, like Egyptian mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, the the idea that Egyptian gods have animal heads is not a literal thing. Like if you bump into Anubis, he's not like chillin' and he has human hands, but he has a jackal head. Mm-hmm. The idea of depicting Anubis as a black jackal. He's black because mummies decay, and as they decompose, skin turns black, so the black symbolizes death, and also rebirth because the Egyptian word for their own homeland was, the way that people say it is Kemet, I've actually heard that the vowels are kind of different depending on the reconstruction that you look at, Mm -hmm. but it means black, like the black soil of the Nile because the Nile River floods and destroys things and then there's all this rebirth. So the idea of Anubis having black skin is super symbolic of all of those death and rebirth ideas and and jackals uh, scavenge dead animals, blah, blah, blah. But it's a bunch of symbolism, but it doesn't mean that Anubis literally has a jackal head. And all of that is a really long-winded way of saying that sometimes when people would draw angels uh, with wings... It doesn't mean that they literally have feathery protrusions out of their backs. It means that they're higher beings that travel from one place to another to give the messages because they are malach. Okay.
0: Okay, gotcha. Right? Yep.
1: So, um... In in early Christianity, like way, way back in the early couple hundred years after Jesus died, angels actually didn't have wings. It's not until about 400 that they start to. And they kind of, uh, the style kind of borrows from some of the Greco-Roman spirits that have wings. Um, in the 400s, the like really important um, political places are like Rome and Constantinople, which have a lot of, roman and greek mythology but so yeah that's that's the story behind the wings is that it's primarily like a, a symbolic thing that kind of popped up because christians were appropriating pagan art um and then the halos came up because it's really really common in all kinds of cultures like not just in the middle east like not just cultures that had contact with early christianity but like even in buddhist art um there's this idea of uh, an aura of light or fire, the Hindu gods would have um, like a fiery aura around them because they're so powerful and blah, blah, blah. Like that's that's a super common thing just because, you know, light and fire are like very powerful. That's just kind of how people think about things. Okay. The light and the sun are inherently kind of like heavenly, you know, like the sun is a giant disc in the sky that's really bright and like clearly makes plants live. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of insane. It's kind of very powerful. Science and Science is
0: weird. Science yeah. is
1: super weird. It's and so if you put a sun behind someone's head, like, that means that they are bright and powerful and give life. Like, mm-hmm. duh, hello.
0: I'm on board.
1: Yeah. Right? But so it was super easy for people to just kind of throw that into Christianity as well. Um, there's actually a way Jesus, especially in earlier Christianity, too— he would only have a halo after he got baptized by John the Baptist. And we'll like talk about that more later. But like the idea that there is a time that Jesus shouldn't have a halo and then a time that Jesus should have a halo is like very weird, right? Like, and and that's like, Of all people, like, angels should probably have halos, yeah, but, like, Jesus should definitely have a halo if we're doing that for angels.
0: Right? Yeah, like, what do you have to do? Right, he's
1: fucking Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Right, so that's gonna work. From
0: what I understand about this dude, (laughs) he gave a lot for us to be able to live.
1: Right? A
0: halo. Right?
1: But, so, yeah, and uh, depending on which art you look at from which period, like, the conventions kind of vary. Then, you know, in the Renaissance, you do get, like, people don't want to do as crazy halos because they're making it super realistic. And you can't, like, have a giant gold disc behind people's heads because that doesn't look very realistic. So they do, like, thin lines and, like, whatever. And then angels are also often dressed in either robes or, like, Roman military uniforms. Like, Michael the archangel is always in. Yeah, he's always in I think
0: of Michael as a warrior. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And so Okay, that was, but here's
0: my question about the ropes. Are okay. about like, robes. Are we talking about, like, Togas-type robes? Are we talking about, like, you know, Playboy Mansion-type robe? Wow. Like, what are we... Eating?
1: We're talking, like, Toga robes. Okay. Uh, but, like, not... It, it is kind of dealer's choice. Okay. Usually it's, like whatever nondescript cloth or like Roman military uniform. I mean, it's kind of whatever you want. Was, so let me put it this way. If you wanted to do like contemporary art of an angel, yeah. you could like put an angel in like a leather jacket if you wanted to. And like- As long
0: as they had eyeballs on their wings.
1: As long as they have eyeballs on their wings. <laughs> as as long as they have multiple heads. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah
0: and four different faces.
1: Right, but like you could do like a commentary on society where you like make like a nurse an angel. Mm-hmm where you put her in like a nurse's uniform. And then you throw some wings on her. I mean, it's super contrived, but that's kind of how people thought before they had an overwhelming sense of irony that drowned out their appreciation of normal art, which is super where I am in my life. And then uh, the there are angels in Byzantine bodyguard uniforms later on. What's
0: Byzantine? And what are the bodyguard
1: uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> the bodyguard uniforms aren't like fancy. They're not like sexy or anything. Okay. But there's uh, <laughs> <You know> all <what laughs> those. Tell like,
0: <laughs> um, me a Byzantine yeah, the Byzantine <laughs> bodyguard. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, Zani, let's get a Byzantine army. Ooh, let's get Byzantine. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's ruin Max's life.
0: Uh, oh man. That's why Max didn't want his room right next to ours. Oh. Yeah, for the Byzantine roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, love
1: you. So the Byzantine Empire to answer your question, um, so Rome gets so big that they can't really govern themselves anymore. Right. Uh so they divide it for east versus west. So the the a very West Side Story of them, right? Do they, they
0: dance off?
1: No, but I think they do snap. Okay. Um. Sure. But so the Western side like falls pretty soon after they like all fall and then kind of do their own thing, and that's why we have so many Romance languages to the west. The eastern half does not fall. So there's a um, an emperor of Rome. His name's Constantine mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the 300s, mm-hmm. and he is very well known because he's the one who converted the empire to Christianity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Constantine moves the capital from Rome to a town in it's in modern day Istanbul in Turkey, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. between Greece and Turkey. Mm-hmm. And so he takes it to, it, it used to be called Byzantium, and he moves the capital from Rome to Byzantium and he names it Constantinople, because his name's Constantine, so he mm-hmm. names it Constantinople. And con- How very
0: communist of him. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But because it was called Byzantium before he called it Constantinople, we call it the Byzantine Empire. So the Byzantine Empire is basically the eastern half of the Roman Empire. But it goes on about a thousand years longer than the western half. So the, the Byzantine Empire doesn't fall until the 1400s. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it becomes a really big center for Christianity, blah, blah, blah. And they actually call themselves Roman forever, so it's not... Great that we call it the Byzantine Empire it's kind of confusing mm-hmm. but it's very different it's way Greeker than the Roman stuff is with the Latin and the Roman Empire with
0: the Latin right, and the Latin, right. you know Roman. the Latin right. yeah. well and
1: they make Greek the language in yeah. the Byzantine Empire so like yeah. and, it, and it's Christian so like it spends a lot of time being like a center for Christianity they call themselves Roman but they you know uh, speak Greek and uh-huh. do a Christian thing like it's very anyway yeah <laughs> But, uh, so that's, the Byzantine Empire is very important for the way that we conceptualize Christianity because it was, like, a huge cultural hub that had a lot of, like, political power and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, the word Byzantine is used still to refer to, like, a huge bureaucratic system that cannot manage itself Mm -hmm. because the Byzantine Empire, Constantinople, had all kinds of, like, rules and subcommittees of things and it was hard to get stuff done because they had inherited a bunch of laws from Rome. So, mm. you know, blah, blah,
0: blah. Okay.
1: Anyway, so that's a, the that's a long story on mm. um, on the Byzantine Empire. So now that we've kind of established what angels look like mm-hmm. and how weird that is, let's talk for a second about what they do.
0: Yeah, Yeah. let's do that.
1: Um, because like they do... I don't get it. <laughs> so they do, they'll do various different things. Um, one of them, they'll like cleanse impurity, is a thing that angels do. How do they do that? So, like, there's With actually fire. There's a super they interesting. Pee on them. Yeah, they do pee on them. Yeah. No, they don't. Uh, so there's a really interesting scene in Isaiah where, um, Isaiah is trying to talk to God and he's like, oh fuck, like I'm like a sinful, worthless human and I'm trying to talk to God. And an angel, he's not worthy. an angel like wanders over to him and is like, oh, well here, let me just take care of that for you. And he takes a hot coal and touches it to his lips and he's like, your lips are purified. You can talk to God now. And Isaiah's like, Hey, thanks.
0: Why do we not have more coal? But, <laughs> um, like, but his lips are just burnt now
1: well i mean it's like god coal you know It like it's the kind of miracle it's god coal.
0: miracle of miracles.
1: miracle miracle oh i see uh... what you did there angels cleanse impurity they help humans interpret things there's this part in um in daniel daniel sees prophecies and then the angel gabriel explains the prophecies to daniel so like they're uh they, so then they're they, translators yeah, kind of. They okay. sound
0: very useful.
1: Yeah, and then sometimes they just kill people. Like, they're they act they're on as warriors on God's behalf. There are, like, scenes in the Bible where angels kill, like, thousands of people. For Be- what? Because they were against God slash the nation of Israel. So, like, bye.
0: But, like, how, like, they come in and, like, stab them all. They do, like, a mass, like... Disease Yeah, was it the plague? The black plague.
1: Well, you know. Well and that's kind is of it COVID. It's <laughs> no. COVID, right? Angel COVID. Um the answer is eh
0: <laughs> they just
1: die. Yes yeah, well yeah, suffice <laughs> to say, right okay, so remember let's I mean let's... is
0: it like very Star Wars in where he's like with his like mind?
1: <sighs> Let me put it this way. Remember in Prince of Egypt when the The um... only movie I've
0: seen. I gotta see this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: But no, remember in Prince of Egypt when the Holy Spirit kills all the Egyptian firstborns? Yes, and so he just have like yes! paints
0: thing on the door. Yeah,
1: but he's like a light that like wanders from place to place yeah. and just like yeah. sucks the life out of okay. people. Okay. That's how I visualize it most of the time.
0: Okay, okay. So
1: I so I haven't gone through ev- the Bible for every single instance that an angel has killed a person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but that's kind of my. Default. Control
0: F on the Bible. Yeah. Right. Angel angel. kills people.
1: Um. But so anyway, yeah. That's that's like a huge part of their role. They're really, really often used as a messenger, which is why, of course, we say Malach, and we talked about that at the top too. Um. But like telling Mary that she's gonna have Jesus is like a huge moment in the Bible. Um. Specifically in the New Testament, they tell the shepherds that Jesus has been born. Like. Angels are telling people things. That's like their primary function. And the other stuff is really cool, but they do it kind of as so secondary. So they gossip. So the general consensus about angels is that they don't have bodies.
0: I thought you were in Taylor. I did too! <laughs> <laughs> they don't
1: they, have... I mean, neither. They don't have bodies, <laughs> yeah, but... They don't
0: have dicks.
1: Not having bodies means they also don't have dicks. Uh, but so hoo
0: has or yeah. Yeah. we already little, said they don't have the Yeah.
1: They, yeah. they are tatales.
0: Yeah. They're Tilda Swinton. I could be an angel. Oh my God. <laughs> you are
1: an angel. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> so different, different traditions have different relationships with humans. So like sometimes, um, usually in Abrahamic religions, they are categorically different from humans. They are not, like, a human doesn't become an angel. There's that thing that people say when, like, a child dies tragically. They'll be like, oh, there's another angel in heaven. Mm -hmm. Generally, the understanding is that they can't be, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: How do you become an angel?
1: So you don't. God makes you as an angel. God creates them. If he makes you as a human, then your ship has sailed. It's It's kind of like not being born into the 1%. It's like, oh, well, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> are they born are they eggs that like hatch angels are so, they just like a snap of your finger and-
1: angels seem to exist from a snap of the fingers the okay. kind of the exception that i found um was with mormons <laughs> because and whether or not mormons are christian is like itself a hotly contested topic like mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of Mormons insist that they are Christian, but they don't believe in the Trinity, which makes me feel like they are they shouldn't be considered Christian. What's the Trinity? Father, Son, Father, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. But also there are some Christians God, who are Jesus,
0: not... Jesus. The Holy Spirit. But in
1: the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into the Trinity in probably a different episode, Okay, that's a whole theological... I just want to make sure I knew who the players were. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Whether or not Mormons are Christian is very contested. They believe in a lot of the same kind of... Um, Ideas like the idea of Jesus being important, uh, the devil and like Lucifer are also important. I think in Mormon theology, Jesus and the uh, and Lucifer are brothers, and they have like different visions on the world. You know, like it's it's an offshoot, but there are a lot of the same characters, so it's kind of questionable. But Mormons believe that all angels are humans who have either yet to be born or who have already died.
0: Okay, oh, so Say what now?
1: If you there is an angel right now, and eventually the angel will be born as a person.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then if you are a person and then you die, your soul is, like, around, so you can come back to Earth as an angel sometime, if God wants that.
0: So all dead people have the possibility of being angels. So everyone... they're not inherently angels.
1: So everyone who is not alive could be an angel, basically.
0: Could be, but doesn't necessarily that they uh, are. Today.
1: Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't mean that you are. It just means that you could be. Okay. And so, but in Mormon theology... Um, Michael, the Archangel Michael, is Adam.
0: What? And... And doesn't Michael always have a sword?
1: Michael does basically always have a is sword. Is that kid. like
0: the movie with John Travolta, Michael, where he's an angel? I don't actually know yes. that one. Yes, yes. I mean, he, he's Michael, the Archangel.
1: But so, yeah, uh, Mormons believe that Michael is Adam, and Mormons also believe that the Archangel Gabriel is Noah.
0: Why do they hmm. change their names?
1: With most angels, and actually this is the case with a lot of just like names in the Bible anyway, um, if they end in L, it's uh, L means God. So like my name is Mike, my full name is Michael, obviously named after the Archangel Michael because in English we adopted a bunch of those names.
0: Oh my God, I never caught, caught that. That was just an aha moment. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's Gabriel, Michael, Castiel,
1: I'm oh, no, the fact <laughs> that,
0: uh, uh, that Mike was named after an angel. Oh, you Get are, your mom on the phone. You are an angel, you sweet baby angel. Oh my, oh gosh, my god! Oh my Sweet guys. baby angel. Uh, I wonder if you're, did your mom know that, or did she just like the name Michael?
1: Um, oh probably both, because my, my mom was raised Catholic.
0: My brother's name her. is Michael.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you know well, and it looks so like Santa. This is actually like to take kind of a like side note thing. Um, I have a really hard time with. In a lot of uh, kind of Western European cultures, we've adopted a bunch of names from Hebrew. We've adopted names like Michael, Miguel, Michel, uh, you know, like all of those kind of category of names. Uh, And they don't mean anything. They are just names. They are like, if you go to the name category, that is what they are. Um, The name hunter, for example, in English means something. It is not from Hebrew. A hunter is a hunter, a hunter hunts, but it is also a name. You can be named hunter. But then um, a hunter hunts. A hunter so we can hunts. take anything from this. <laughs>
0: hunts.
1: Yeah, we're doing a lot of deep thought on Holy Spirit, uh, but if someone, you know, I uh, when I was in college, I had a TA and his name was Mingxing, because uh, he was Chinese, and his
0: shout out to Mingxing. Shout out to Woo-hoo! Mingxing. <laughs>
1: um, but so he's like, people call me Star because my name means Star in Chinese. And people would be like, LOL, like, your name is fucking Star? Like, what? What even <laughs> is that? Like, why is your name Star? Blah, blah, blah. Because Star isn't a name in English. Star is a word that yeah. represents, like. Or a stripper. Or a stripper, yeah. Like, like it's this odd, op- like.
0: Or maybe he's a child of. Hippies. Hippies. Yeah. Like moon unit Zappa or
1: whatever. Right. Yeah, is. but we have we have a bunch of we have many words,
0: <laughs> we have many
1: words that are designated as names, and then we have a bunch of words that can never be names. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is that with uh, a lot of the Hebrew names that we have borrowed, that are just names to us and nothing mm-hmm. else, in the original Hebrew, they mean things. So um, Michael, my name, means um, who is unto God. Like who is like God? Who who could possibly be like God? It's it's the idea that God is different from everyone else. That's what Michael means. Michael. Uh, Gabriel means God is my strength.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Raphael means God heals. Like all of the names that end in L have, uh, that are from the Bible anyway have like a like a religious connotation to them that are just like God has some you know huge thing that's going on.
0: That is so interesting. I never put together that they all end in L. Mm -hmm. Intriguing.
1: Or even names like uh, Jeremiah, for example, like Mm -hmm. He's a very good looking. Or like Daniel, and I don't have I don't know the translations for all of them. Um, They're certainly not in front of me, but I'm sure that we'll talk more about that moving forward. But in um, the book of Daniel, again because I'm reading that one, Daniel and a bunch of his friends get taken by the Babylonians and they get renamed. And the reason why they get renamed is because all of their names mean things to their god. And the Babylonian king is like, yeah, we're not doing your god here. That's, like, not how that works.
0: How very kuntakinte of them. Right? (gasps) Oh.
1: (gasps) Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I love the way your brain works. So I want to take just a second to get... um, really deep into some theological weeds. So, brace yourselves. Brace. Hold on. Uh, should we, we... Take a drink. Okay, yeah, Tara, yeah, let's... Yeah, uh... Tara.
0: Oh, oh, Drink up. Oh. Clink it. Clink and clank. Okay. Oh. I couldn't find my straw. Ugh.
1: Okay. And the... So, the Torah is the first five books of um, the Hebrew Bible. Mm-hmm,
0: the, the Hebrew... Old Testament? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah so the old testament um excellent excellent so
0: we're <laughs> yeah
1: paying good attention um so in the old testament uh we see the angel of the lord as a phrase show up all the time mm-hmm. all the time um and in in the hebrew it's malach yahweh uh, you know the the messenger of god the mm-hmm. angel of the lord yahweh. um so it's always, it's always a messenger from Yahweh. Yahweh being like a fucking huge deal in mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. And they always, the angel of the Lord always does something huge. Promises fertility to someone who's barren. Uh, murders a bunch Rebecca? of people. Wasn't
0: Rebecca
1: barren? Uh, yes, yes,
0: yes. Jo- yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, go mm-hmm. on. So the angel, I know that story. <laughs>
1: hey. So the angel of the Lord talks to Abraham. Uh, And and refers to itself as God in the first person, which is interesting, right? Because if it's the the angel.
0: Angel refers to himself himself as God? God?
1: The quote, angel of the Lord refers to itself as God. So
0: is God an angel?
1: So then, um, and then the same thing happens in Exodus 3, when Moses is talking to the burning bush. The text says the angel of the Lord came to Moses, but then Moses calls it God.
0: So what I'm hearing is that God is the King angel.
1: Well, and that's, that's the thing, right? So if we. I'm
0: right. Or is it, is it God who's actually talking through, through the, the angel? angel?
1: Right. And so this oh my is God, like
0: only angels are like puppets and he just, just yes. like, so do all be. Literally,
1: <gasps> literally the name puppet is in my notes or no. the word puppet is in my notes. Because like so
0: ventriloquist.
1: So this is, this is the thing. Um, I literally have this bolded. It says, so, like, is that an angel or is that God as a sock puppet? <gasps>
0: oh. oh. Boom. End of show. <laughs> yeah. Roll credits. Yeah. Uh, drink.
1: Drink. Well, Everyone I, drink. What, do
0: you, what? What are you
1: here? Tara's watering up. Yeah.
0: yeah. The, I'm oh, rolling. you do have to drive. Yeah. Mm. That's very responsible of you. Listeners, do not drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't Don't do Alternating. Alternating.
1: Uh, but so, anyway, remember from... The... cut that <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, we've been talking about henotheism like crazy yes. um, so one of the kind of lasting like things like Saturn like Saturn, Saturn has the diamonds. Yes. Yeah. You wanna? Do you wanna just like give that for a hot sec if someone's starting on this episode? No,
0: because every time you ask me to find it, I'm <laughs> too just far. Okay. Just cross your legs. Sex- yeah, sexily. I just know that Saturn yeah. has all the diamonds and that he's the one yeah. who like pays my bills and yeah. so therefore I'm gonna follow him. Yeah
1: yes henotheism Hino oh, oh wait
0: I do know so there's multiple gods but because um, he's like the one who pays your bills you're gonna follow him and be mm. like that's my god right even though there's other gods but your township will pray only to this one because he's like our main squeeze
1: but, yeah absolutely he's your it's, there, are, there are tons of gods but I have mine that I worship because yes. he's my my chief god yes so um, <sighs> when you're so good. I'm so smart you when, are so smart you are
0: so smart <laughs> So <laughs> when so
1: when the ancient Israelites um, the Jewish people moved from being henotheistic to being monotheistic there were a bunch of other gods in the pantheon right because I'm sorry, in the pants in the pantheon oh, in I don't that much. the <laughs> the the pantheon like their group of gods
0: Uh-huh
1: And so um, so like the the Greek pantheon is like Zeus but also artemis and like apollo and aphrodite and hades like all mm-hmm. of them all together. that's the
0: greek pantheon that's the
1: greek pantheon okay but so when is this you,
0: the israeli pantheon? so when you look at
1: the israeli pantheon you have um the the chief god i think i think the chief god is el ali elion in it's the, not
0: yahweh
1: it becomes yahweh fuses with all of the higher up gods And they all kind of become one. They all kind of mix. But, like, now you have a bunch of stories where um, the main god had an idea and a messenger god ran to do something. So then instead of having the chief god and then a bunch of minor gods that each have their own roles to play in the cosmos, where this one does rain, this one does drought. Well, now they're all just angels. They're all just doing – they're all just, like, communicators – that are just like saying what the one, the only God wants. Oi. Yeah.
0: It's kinda of like the Borg from Star Trek.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lead us through it.
0: It's fine. No, that was honestly <laughs> really good though. I was really
1: ready, come on. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, go ahead and do it. So the Borg is this collective. And um, I just want to say, hold on, I'm sorry. I would never have thought that Heather was a (laughs) Trekkie. And so the fact that this just happened. This is a twist. I know, this was a twist and I was not expecting this. So the Borg is like this collective and they'll go in, like one time they went onto um, the Enterprise and they're like, "Um, resistance is futile. You know, you're going to become part of the Borg. And they would like... You know take them and they would become like half human half machine but they were all hooked up to this one thought this one collective and then that um, is what controlled that's them. that's what controlled them and that's so they would go out into the universe and they would take Do over worlds and you know the angels are
1: yeah yeah. So, yeah, like, like so, yeah, yeah, being controlled by a singular consciousness yes. that has a willpower. And was, yeah, yeah, the and yeah absolutely. Have,
0: like yeah. a million Borg babies. A million Borg babies, and they were out to just take over everything. Extremely. Wow. Yeah, and wow. they all—they all, they all had like the same message, the same. Yeah. You know, resistance is futile. That's what they told everybody. Like, so listen. just give up now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what the Bible says. Yep. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and like and the there board. are there are other kind of explanations. Obviously. Um, I love Star Never Trek. Loved you more. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just, amazing. I
0: mean, oh <laughs> my God, I love the I had no idea that you like Star Trek. Oh my God, I love Star Trek. And that's <laughs> my favorite one was Star Trek Enterprise.
1: So the, there are different ideas in Christianity that it's like the Holy Spirit instead of God because like we mentioned with the Trinity, there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The, yeah. Uh, the angel of the Lord could be the Holy Spirit as opposed to the Father. Mm-hmm. So Jesus isn't in the Old Testament, right? The idea that the spirit of, or the angel of the Lord is pre-incarnate Christ <gasps> is quite popular among Christians. So the idea is that God is God, Huh. And he hangs out in heaven, mm-hmm. and he doesn't just, like, wander down. But when he needs to get stuff done, he sends Jesus. The spirit that will be Jesus is the angel of the Lord, which, because of the concept of the Trinity, is a part of the three aspects of God. Huh.
0: So, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to repeat this back because that's the way I learn. Okay. So, God, he's doing his biz up in heaven. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, I'm going to get some shit done. And he's able to do his shit But then um, once he needs stuff done, he then gives his son a body and sends that to earth. And that's where we get
1: Jesus. Not necessarily a body, but sends him down to earth. Yes. In spirit form sometimes.
0: Okay. So he can, he was doing some shit without the body in spirit form. Mm -hmm. And then once shit got real, he was like, listen, I think he needs some five fingers, five toe action. Let's give you a body. Yeah,
1: you guys are so full of sin. Ten
0: fingers, ten toes, hopefully.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean. Oh, my God. Let's
0: not get greedy. (laughs) That was funny. That was good. Yeah. Um. Your face is the best part. (laughs) And then. Times two.
1: And then there was even a theory that someone added angel of later um because angel of god makes it sound like god is in heaven and not just like wandering around on earth right mm-hmm. it is it's kind of weird to have god wandering around on earth and being this all powerful being who like knows everything and blah 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 so like he needs to be a little bit more distant because he's got so much power concentrated in his being that if he ever came down we would all explode yeah and so the idea of the of that one theory is that someone put in angel of to show that god like pointed like a finger uh, again as like a sock puppet Mm -hmm. or even that god actually did come down but then we say that he didn't because it was so overwhelming for people who are writing it down at the time so there are lots of different kind of theological approaches and theories and ways that you can explain the, the angel yeah. of the Lord Amazing. but I mean it's it's really it's really common to explain like your your gods coming down in some form or another and having the form be different than their natural nature like we talked about Zeus kind of shape-shifting yeah in Hindu mythology the, the word avatar uh, like like the movie with the mm-hmm. blue people yeah. avatar is a word from the Hindu religion. When gods would incarnate themselves into people, so like someone would come, a god would be like, "I want to visit Earth."
0: So and so movie they like make the themselves stole
1: that from Hindu mythology. Well, and when you when you look at the blue people in Avatar. The Gare. idea is that you have a human who has like a soul, and then they create a blue body, and then they inhabit the body to in- interact with the other blue people. Yeah, it's basically the same thing, but the white people are God, which is very <gasps> fucking telling when you no. watch that movie. Put
0: that t- I mean, can, can I her? just tell you guys? I watched that movie an obscene amount of times. Never put that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now oh. you may have ruined it for me.
1: Well, I like to ruin things. Yeah. Okay. So. You do. So now we get to what I know you guys are going to like the very best about this whole episode. Everything to this has just been an intro. Um, so based on the hard monotheistic interpretation of angels. So we, we talked about how angels as a part of henotheism might have been like gods that have been relabeled. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But so if you if you don't think of them as gods that have have that have been relabeled, yeah. um, then angels are just an extension of... God and he makes them to do his will so that he doesn't have to pop down to earth. Right. Yeah. So based on that approach, there are some theologians who think that angels have no free will,
0: Mm -hmm. that they are truly
1: just like mechanical toys that God winds up and he's like, go tell Mary she's knocked up.
0: Yeah. Which, and do they get pissed because humans have free will? And is it like AI where they like see that other people have it and they're Uh like, I want that. And that's when they like break code
1: so that's the thing and that is where there was the rebellion and lots of people use that as the reason why we have lucifer in the gospel of luke jesus says he saw satan fall from heaven like lightning uh and that often so that's like a weird kind of obscure thing because like we said last time lucifer is not in the bible This, like, story is not a thing in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, The origin story of Satan is, like, not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Satan himself, like, by the way that you hear it talked about, it sounds like the Bible is a story about good and evil, and God is good, and Satan is evil. And, like, thank you for asking. It's a war between the two of them. Satan is not in quite a significant part of the Bible. There are parts that he is in very prominently, like the book of Job. He wanders in to tempt Jesus, but it's not a war of good versus evil to speak of. Uh, so it's weird that we mention Satan falling from heaven in, um, in the book of Luke, but then it gets linked to this verse in Isaiah, who is a prophet. Um, and it's, refers to the morning star falling from heaven which probably is referring to the king of babylon like, but um that that associates this kind of so when you when you combine those two when you're like satan fell from heaven and isaiah was talking about a star falling from heaven that star is venus and venus is the brightest object in the night sky except for the moon i think so it's like very significant that that is like the one astrological body. And then people start to bring all of these extra traditions to it. So there's a, there's a Canaanite God where he is a lesser God uh, and he really wants to overthrow the higher God. Uh, the lesser God's called Atar and he tries to take the throne of the chief God Baal And then when he fails, he goes to rule the underworld. So just like with Lilith, remember we were talking about how the idea, there's like an obscure thing in Genesis and people are like, well, this doesn't make sense. So they throw it on top of a Babylonian demon. It's the same general concept. We have the, in the gospel of Luke, we have Satan falling from heaven. And then it's like, okay, cool. And then they kind of map that onto older parts of mythology. And then this legend of Lucifer kind of comes up.
0: I think I need, um... Like, a family tree-ish of, like, the players.
1: Oh, that reminds me. I totally forgot. Um, you,
0: I made you a family tree, Tara. Oh, I was going to say.
1: No, I did not make you a family tree. No, part of the interesting thing about Lucifer and Venus is that Venus, uh, because of the orbit of Venus compared to the orbit of Earth... Venus is associated with flowers, because flowers have five, um, apparently, like, roses have, like, five petals, specifically. Yeah. Uh, when you track the motions of Venus through the sky, it makes a pattern, and the pattern is a five-pointed star. It's like a twisty five-pointed star. Yeah. It's kind of difficult to describe. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why Lucifer is associated with pentagrams.
0: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did not expect that to be what you're about to tell me. I mean,
1: right? Talk no, I just forgot you know. I had a visual aid. <laughs> yeah. We'll post an image of the star of Venus on our Facebook page. If you subscribe, we will reach out to you with an invite because we definitely want to keep the, the Facebook page private for the time being.
0: Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Excellent. How does it, why do he have so many names?
1: Lucifer is the, again, because Venus is so bright as a body, mm-hmm. uh, it means light bringer, um, and in Greek, it's phosphoros. Um, it's just the idea, the associate because Atar I think, is um, also associated with the planet Venus, and so he has multiple names because there are multiple ways to refer to the star of Venus as like a bright object. OK, basically, so
0: that's why they call him Lucifer Morningstar. Exactly. Never figured out why his last name was Morningstar. Mm-hmm.
1: Last name. And like it's also very confusing because Lucifer, at meaning light bringer, Jesus is called Lucifer with a lowercase L. But he's called Lucifer in like a few different like texts and hymns because Jesus brings light to the world. So like they call him the light bringer because like the idea of lucifer as a fallen angel who becomes the devil is like not necessarily integral to christian mythology.
0: Okay. So like Jesus and Lucifer are like two sides of the same coin. You can't have good without evil, but I don't think Lucifer's evil. I think he's misunderstood.
1: Well, and this is this is a really interesting thing too is there's there's a philosophical thing it's called the evil problem um you can't so if you have god as your mono, if you're monotheistic god is your one god and he created everything mhm god is inherently good mm-hmm. that's basically always a part of the thing mm-hmm. Well, if God created everything and God is all powerful, then why do bad things happen? Mm -hmm. That does not make any fucking sense. Mm -hmm. But then if you have another entity that is equal to God, that is bad, well, that means that your God, first of all, it can't be monotheistic because it means that your God has an equal, which means that there are two gods at least. Mm -hmm. And then that they are like constantly in battle and that they are equally strong. Like that doesn't make sense if you're Mm -hmm. a monotheist. Mm -hmm. So then God has to have created something that became evil And then God, like, lets evil be so that he can test. You know, like, it's really, like, convoluted, backwards, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, in the book of Job, um, God convenes a bunch of angels, and the angels are, like, chilling. And Satan just, like, shows up to the angel meeting, which also implies that Satan is an angel or, like, has status kind of like an Mm -hmm. angel. And God's like, how's everybody doing today? Are we, like, hard at work or hardly working? (laughs) And Satan's like, what if I ruin Job's life? And God's like, ugh, okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what you I'm hearing is that God's bored. And so he just lets this kind of annoying kid stay around because it livens things up every once in a while.
1: Kind of. He's a character. Well, and he show he proves if you have some if you let Satan do bad things to your people, then you can prove how much they love you.
0: So he's there to test people in their true love for God. Kinda. Wow, that's a flipped-up relationship. I know, right?
1: But also it's interesting because like early Christianity and early Judaism have an idea of um, external evil is not really a, a part of their thing later on in later on like more modern judaism and christianity if you do a bad thing you are responsible you are a bad person and you need to feel bad and change your ways and be a better person right in the earlier days it was easier to be like i'm gonna blame an external being satan tempted me into doing X, y, and Z. didn't
0: humanity or humans create evil because we get we were given free will mm-hmm So, Well, and Satan
1: is identified with the serpent in Eden. So, like, we were given free will. Yeah, the crocodile. The crocodile. Satan, like, so, okay, first of all, Satan is a word that just means adversary. It does not, like, mean anything special. It is Mm -hmm. not the anti-God, which is Mm -hmm. the way that it's often interpreted. Um, It is possible by some interpretations that there could be different Satans, Mm -hmm. like, different adversaries to God's will. And so, like, the idea of the serpent as, like, the one who's, like, against God is interesting because that means that there is a lot of consistency in the way – in the entity that is making humans be bad, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to there are a bunch of different beings that want humans to do a shitty job or, like, to have – to make humans have a bad life or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, in the New Testament, fallen angels are never called demons, There's never a a thing that's like, when angels go bad, they become demons. It's like, fallen angels, but like do they fall? And it's all kind of wishy-washy and confusing. Or do they just
0: need a vacation?
1: Right. So so Lucifer, the uh, kind of general understanding is that Adam gets free will and is created as a human. And Lucifer is like, okay, well, angels don't have free will because in the strictly monotheistic interpretation, we exist... Like, God makes us task by task by some interpretations. Yeah. And so, like, fuck this. I'm not gonna, you know, bow down to Adam. Adam isn't as cool as us. Adam doesn't do all the cool shit that we can do. God made Adam as, like, a new kind of experiment, maybe? hmm In some interpretations. Adam as
0: Edward hands.
1: Adam as Edward Scissor. I never actually saw that movie.
0: Oh. You were born in 2006. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fine.
1: Well, and, you know, Johnny Depp being who he is these days
0: yeah but still
1: (laughs) anyway (laughs) (laughs) uh so but so like edward scissorhands (laughs) angels think that they're awesome and don't really understand why god's bothering to make adam if Mm -hmm. he's already made a bunch of angels but Mm -hmm. technically the angels don't have free will Mm -hmm. so lucifer refuses to bow to adam in some traditions Uh, sometimes he's just, like, generally jealous of Adam. You know, the angels aren't asked to bow to him. Or sometimes he wants free will like Adam, where he's like, Adam gets to do stuff. I want to be able to do stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and...
0: That's fair.
1: I mean, yeah. And like we've said, sometimes he even goes so far as, like, if you give the humans free will, cool, well, I'll just show up as a serpent and make them do the thing you specifically asked them to not do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, fuck you. I'm proving my point. Yeah. Um... So he almost always has cohorts. So that's the rebellion that Heather mentioned earlier. Uh, in the traditions, he basically always has a bunch of other angels who are with him. And oh, so they rebel like army. Yeah, because Lucifer is like the quote unquote like ringleader, but he isn't alone in being like, "Hey, I wish we had free will. There are like a bunch of other angels. Which is part of the confusing thing about Satan, and that's why I mentioned having, like, possibly even multiple Satans, is because, uh, like, Beelzebub or um, Azazel, like, mm-hmm. there are a bunch mm-hmm. of different...
0: Mephistopheles.
1: Yeah, Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. There are a bunch of different, like...
0: I'm sorry, that's a cat in the Broadway musical, Cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Mephistopheles is a German folklore version. Um, in the, in the tale of Faust, he, Faust makes a deal with Mephistopheles. It's the deal with the devil, but he isn't an old Testament demon. There are also like, so Beelzebub is actually a Philistine God. The Philistines are enemies of the Israelites. He gets called a demon. Beelzebub means the Lord of the flies, which is why the Lord of the flies, the book is called that. Mm -hmm. Um, it probably meant something else originally, Baal is an honorific title for God, so, like, Beelzebub is probably, like, relate, you know, like, it it Mm -hmm. probably means something else. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, you have Beelzebub, you have Mephistopheles, you have...
0: It's Mr. Mistopheles in caps, not Mephophistopheles. Mephistopheles? Mephistopheles? Mephistopheles.
1: Mephistopheles
0: is actually Mr. Mistopheles in the Cats. Oh my god. (laughs) Mr. Mistopheles. (laughs)
1: Anyway, like, like, in in the same way that God gets, like, a bunch of various other deities kind of wrapped up with him, Satan, as a concept, gets a bunch of deities wrapped up with him. And so, like, Beelzebub plus Mephistopheles from the German folklore plus Azazel plus Lucifer, you know. Like
0: Voldemort and the Death Eaters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah
1: notice with lucifer that he does the same thing conceptually that adam and eve do he tries to go above his station
0: okay i just want you to know i'm having the hardest time following the interchangeable names of this guy
1: lucifer is lucifer
0: right but then who
1: the fuck is satan satan is the enemy satan doesn't have a good definition so satan just means the adversary People identify, so Satan is the bad guy in the Bible. Okay,
0: so just so I understand, Satan is the idea of the bad news bear, Mm -hmm. but Lucifer is the quote-unquote possible angel who does satanic acts.
1: Not quite. It's more like Satan is the bad guy in the Bible who does a bunch of bad things. And seems to be an explanation of evil. And then Lucifer is a character who kind of comes up outside of the Bible. And he seems to have a story that is compatible that would make him Satan. Okay. So it's not clear that Satan equals Lucifer, but people tend to think that. Okay. Because Lucifer is a different character with a different legend, but all characters could be the same. You know, like, it's super messy. In the same way that Yahweh kind of gets equated with all these other various gods in the Israelite pantheon, Lucifer gets equated with Satan. So Lucifer refuses to bow to Adam. Um, He has his little cohorts, and they try to go above their station, which is very, very key to the type of sin, because it is exactly the same thing Adam and Eve do, right? Adam and Eve eat the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the serpent says to Eve when he's tempting her, he's like, you'll be like God if you eat this fruit because you will know about good and evil in the same way that God does. And Lucifer says, okay, well, we'll be like humans. All we have to do is rebel against God. Like, you know, we, we can seize our own rights, kind of. Yeah. So there's this kind of idea in these they're stories. They're union. Yeah. They'll, yeah. They're kind yeah. of unionizing. And they're like, we want a minimum wage and free will. Uh-huh. And God's like, what if no? (laughs) And then Michael kicks their asses and kicks Mm. them out of heaven.
0: Mm. So Michael kicks their asses?
1: Yeah, usually Michael's the one to do it. Because Michael's kind of the warrior angel.
0: Okay. And like nobody, even like 12 angels can't beat Michael.
1: Um. Well, to be, just to be clear, it's like Michael plus. It's not plus, Michael alone against okay, everyone, but I like was. Michael leads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. That was my question. Was like just like Michael's this like gladiator ass who comes in there is like full.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's not not that. Right. Um. So fallen angels are usually apocryphal, which we have characterized in the past as Bible fan fiction. Okay um the idea of an angel falling from heaven like again lucifer's not in the bible other angels don't really like seem to fall yeah really but so there's a there's an apocryphal book um the book of enoch which um is noah like noah and the ark noah's great-grandfather so before the flood yeah 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 and actually in genesis because i was reading genesis recently because i don't have friends um you're in quarantine yeah i'm in quarantine um so there are there's a list of genealogies right so-and-so had so-and-so as a son and then so-and-so had so-and-so enoch in the book of genesis doesn't die properly he goes with god and it like sounds like God just like took him off the face of the earth instead just, like, of walks letting him die. Yeah.
0: Off into the sunset together.
1: Yeah, well, it's like Enoch walks into the sunset, and then God like drops him down an elevator, like the Willy Wonka glass elevator, and then Enoch just like vroom, right up to heaven. Like Enoch doesn't seem to properly die,
0: which is like super
1: interesting because the Book of Enoch is apocryphal in a bunch of different traditions. Um, I meant to include which traditions it's apocryphal in, but whatever, it's not important. So, um, Enoch would be the seventh generation after Adam. So, like, and um, Adam lives to be like nine hundred and something, which we'll talk about that later too. But so this is um, a pretty early part of the human whatever. But so according to, according to Enoch in the book of Enoch, he uh, the angels really wanted to bone women, like human women. I'm sorry. What now? So they like. Popped on down and they were like, "Damn, damn titties, though." <laughs> yeah, cause, Cause because none of us have them. Have yeah, they're like angels don't have titties. These ladies got titties. So you wouldn't have gotten, would have gotten anyway. <laughs> but so they'll
0: be like, angels.
1: <laughs> <so> <laughs> like,
0: what are you doing <laughs> down What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, did,
1: did
0: anybody know? ever do that pickup line on you?
1: Damn, girl, are you an angel because you have no tits? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All, the <time.
0: laughs> All the time. All the time. Uh, oh, no, whole Like, does your did, head hurt? No, it's like, <laughs> no. it's like, did it hurt? And they'll be like, what? Did what hurt? When you fell from there? Yeah, even. that one. Did, did anyone ever use on you? No. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say because you have that angelic I body. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> By the way, I take offense to that because, like, if you fell from heaven, as like, hey, girl, did you rebel against God <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like sue for free will, and yeah. then you got like kicked out as yeah. a part of like yeah. one of those union busting God <laughs> initiatives?
0: Yeah. Oh like, oh, well, Yes, I did. I, yes, I do. have free will. <laughs> so now. Yeah. God. Oh my God! Oh Do the yeah. pick up yeah. line again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you
1: and jumped, you know. Damn girl, you <laughs> an angel, Because you have no tits. I'm gonna pee my pants. Gonna, I'm
0: gonna pee my pants too. Oh oh We've had children. We can't hold oh. our
1: hands. Uh, anyway.
0: I sneeze and I pee. But. So- <laughs> Anyway.
1: Anyway. Uh, so, the angels really want to bone human women.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: turns out that they do a good job.
0: Okay. And why, then, wouldn't they? why wouldn't they? Because
1: um, why wouldn't they? And then that's how Nephilim slash giants came to be. But so, the oh, nephilims, awesome. The Nephilim are um, a, a the offshoot of the sons of God mating with human women. Sometimes, sons of God are... Um, like not angels. Usually they're kind of accepted to be angels. And so the idea is that angels, uh, the fallen angels specifically, pop pop down from heaven, do the do. And then the like human angel hybrids are superhumans. They're um, like Goliath from like David and Goliath, the like giant from that story is supposedly a Nephilim. He is Great, big, tall, he, you know, has this huge spear and a huge shield, and they're, like, crazy heroes of old that do insane shit. And, like, part of the reason why they're able to is because they're part angel.
0: Hercules would have been, like, a Nephilim.
1: Which is interesting because, Hercules, like, in Greek mythology, demigods, sons of mm-hmm. gods and human, mm-hmm. you know, like...
0: that's But didn't I mean, you say that they were the children of the sons of God mm-hmm. and humans? So it's, like the grandchildren of demigods.
1: Not necessarily, but maybe. Anyway, yeah, I mean. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. Tara's not wrong. This like corrupts the world, right? Because angels come down, they have all this arcane knowledge of like, the magic of the world and how the world came to be and blah, blah, blah. Like angels are very close to God. God makes them for tasks. And so this leaves a lot of oxygen for witchcraft, for example because if an angel pops down, a fallen angel, so like now they're against God and everything, mm-hmm. they know all of these things about the fundamental nature of the universe. And they can be like, I'm gonna bone you, and then I'm gonna teach you some things. Oh.
0: oh. So like, That's not only are you a carrier, but like you also get to learn things?
1: Yeah, potentially. And, you know, this depends again- Depends on how
0: good the bone is. I mean, right?
1: But, uh, and, you know, this, this also kind of feeds into the same theme from the Adam and Eve and then from the Lucifer story, trying to go above your station, right? Because if you are a human and you fuck an angel and the angel's like, here's how you, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Well, now you're trying to be above your station, right? Because you're a human. You only have the powers that humans have. You can yell really loud. And humans are really good at walking, it turns out. Um, that's like a thing in Paleolithic archaeology. Mm-hmm. But, um... So if you are trying to – so you're using God powers that you, like, don't understand. You can't necessarily see the whole image of them. You're, like, trying to control them. You're trying to be above your station. You're trying to be more godlike. Well, that's all a whole pride thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's all a whole violation of nature thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that's a huge part of kind of the interpretation of witchcraft is, you know, the idea of using God's tools wrong. And some of that can be traced to – I mean, not all of it, obviously – that some of that can be traced to the idea of cavorting with beings that shouldn't be here that are.
0: Okay. Whoa. Okay.
1: So that's kind of the fallen angel thing. And then this is part of the interpretation for the flood, which we won't get to next time because next time we're doing Cain and Abel. But once we get down to Noah, which is after Cain and Abel. Which that's, is
0: seven generations after Adam.
1: Uh, I think nine, nine because Enoch is seven generations after uh, Adam. <clears throat> okay. Um or ten or however many, whatever. I'm too tired to think of that. But um, but yes. Eventually we get to Noah, and then the Nephilim are all over the world, right? And mm-hmm. it's this corrupted bloodline because they have a bunch of angel stuff in them. So, so part the of the interpretation,
0: flood is to get rid of the corrupted bloodline.
1: According to the Book of Enoch, which is apocryphal. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the actual Bible, it's just that like it did not. According to the actual Bible. Um, it's that wickedness had like taken over the, like humans were just being bad that basically that's what I thought right yeah and that's what's in the bible and so there are two kind of things that are but a, were
0: they bad because they were a dirty bloodline I mean <gasps> mudbloods
1: let's bring it back to Harry Potter <laughs> right yeah. on back right
0: right, right. JK Rowling yeah, call right. me yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. but so there, there are two there are two different kind of so the wickedness of men is the accepted reason why God floods the world for Noah there are two other reasons why God floods the world in, like, other traditions. The first one is the Nephilim were everywhere and God didn't want them around. So that's part of the wickedness thing. That's part of the reason why God floods the world. The other one, which we'll talk about next time, is about Cain and the descendants of Cain.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Anyway, so that's kind of the thing. I mean, um, so what, what did you, um, what did what you learn? What did I learn? Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh God, what didn't I learn? I learned that, um, Lucifer and Satan are not the same thing, but they're not, not the same thing. Um, I learned that there is different like sectors of angels and that they are basically each given, um, or at least I choose to believe what I felt was calling to me is that God made the angels and each angel had a task. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I consider it to be kind of bee-like, like Like you're born and your task is that you're going to be a worker bee. You're born, you're going to be a warrior bee. You're going to be- That's actually
1: a great interpretation. That
0: is really good, Tara. That's really
1: excellent. Thank
0: you. Thank you. And so there may be like multiple, you know, warrior bees, but Mm -hmm. like there is, you know, going to be the general bee who's Michael. And then there's going to be, you know, the leader of the worker bees. And that is Clementine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know. Yeah. But whatever. I also enjoy the idea of, like, fallen angels aren't really fallen, like they can't come back. It's like, you know, it's kind of like when the Amish kids have to go and, like, decide if they want to stay Amish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that's a fallen angel.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: you go and you got to make sure, is this really your gig? Well, that's good, too. Like, and then you can
1: come I don't back. know. I don't know about coming back, like, to heaven.
0: But, like... Can they not come back to heaven once they've fallen?
1: Well, I haven't I haven't seen anything that says that explicitly. And my understanding... I mean, specifically with the angels that fell with Lucifer, right? They, like, fell because they didn't... They wanted free will.
0: But then, like, the fallen angels are the ones who come down, like, chicken, well, wow right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so, like, they
0: get to go back up. Wait, I thought... Not fallen, necessarily. I thought fallen angels were, like, kicked out of heaven.
1: Yeah, that's kind of my... That's more what I... Oh,
0: I thought it was, like, you can come down, but then, like, you can go back
1: up. No, it's not like an elevator. It's like, a, well, you're out now. You can, like, go to hell if you want because, like, there are that's, a bunch of other fallen keep angels going there. You down. Yeah, you yeah. You just
0: can't come back up. But can't... can't? Oh, I was going to say, can't they also choose to fall, but they don't have free will?
1: But then... Yeah, it kind of depends on your interpretation. Because yeah, some, some people do think that angels have free will.
0: So yeah. then, with these, like... Nephilim. Nephilim. Nephilims. Mm-hmm. Nephilim. They. So an angel falls, they bounce it around with a human, they have a Nephilim, but then they're like, they're having a family?
1: Um, I don't know if they're able to stick around. I should think that they probably can't because they don't have bodies in most interpretations. So then, like, what happens to them? you? Like, swing by fuck, and but you're like, a, they just bounce. Yeah, you're like, an but e- bounce where?
0: Bounce down to hell?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, it's like an ejaculate and evacuate situation. You can't just chill.
0: Well, that's what I'm asking. Is like, do they chill and get to go home?
1: Like, well, I think that yeah, I think they they have to just move they on they to a different spiritual and plane.
0: Move on, or can to they hell? just come and visit? Earth for a while and then go back up to heaven. See, and I'm thinking that well, they get to go back to heaven.
1: They can definitely do that, but I don't know if they're allowed to do that if the thing that they're doing on Earth is fucking.
0: Mm.
1: Right? Because like normally, when angels come to Earth, it's because God sends them on a mission, mm. and it's like, okay, well, you're doing God things when you pop down to Earth.
0: And God doesn't want nephilims.
1: Yeah, God doesn't like nephilims. That's is why pretty he clear.
0: Floods. That's it. those are his grandchildren, right? But like, God I mean, not really necessarily. I mean, it,
1: it depends on your like.
0: God doesn't even really want to be a
1: dad. Like, God wants to be a dad with the right kids. Like, he yeah. just doesn't... It's kind of like if God His had... Favorites. It's kind of like when your friend who has, like, a bunch... Even just two two kids, and one of them is really bookish, and one of them is, like, really terrible. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm just going to disown the terrible one. And it's like, but... Uh, uh, yeah. Wait, oh, okay. Yeah. Or,
0: like, you have a kid who's, like, really good at sports, or a kid who's nerdy... And, like, you favor the sporty one Mm -hmm. because they give you, like, fame.
1: As someone who is so nerdy that they started a Bible podcast, I kind (laughs) of take offense to that, but I understand your point. Yeah.
0: I learned a lot, and I learned that I really don't understand why Jesus is not considered an angel. Mm. But... I figure we'll
1: get to that when we get to Jesus. Yeah. We might have to do, if we do a, like a Trinity devoted episode, that might take me months to prepare <laughs> for because that's a really complicated, like really nuanced yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Suffice it to say for now that Jesus is higher than angels.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So, okay. so that's angels. Uh, next time we will be back with a continuation of uh, the story of Adam and Eve by moving on to Cain and Abel.
0: Who are their two sons?
1: Who are their two sons? Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: I know nothing about them, except I hear there's a fight.
1: There is kind of a fight? Okay. Yeah. We We have a lot to go on, though. TBD. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, we appreciate all of you smooches and kisses. Thank you. And
1: from now on, we know that the people who are listening are not just listening out of obligation.
0: Yeah, except for Clay. Except for Clay. Loves. All right. Take
1: care. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I <laughs>